Welcome to another powerful teaching from Exodus Global. As a ministry, we are committed to inspiring a generation to develop a closer work with God. We urge that you pay attention to all that will be taught and see to it that you apply them. Let's dive right into the Word. Welcome to another episode of Strength in Devotional. I trust you've been blessed uh, through our devotionals and um, you're also practicing the themes that are being taught and seeing positive rewards in your life as we go into this week's devotional please i want to urge you that do not get tired of listening to these things do not get tired of um, paying attention to your work with god reason being that if we're going to enjoy our walk on the surface of the earth then paying attention to our work with god is the secret jesus was able to make his mark upon the surface of the earth because his walk with his father was strong. If we're going to be able to make a mark on the surface of the earth and live out our lives purposefully as Christians, then our walk with God must be strong. Everything is inched on our walk with God. This is why as a ministry, we are committed to inspiring a generation to develop a closer walk with God because we have realized that that is the foundation for living a successful life in God's terms. Let's go into this week's devotion as we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this gracious opportunity to learn of your ways through your word. I ask, O God, that your word will be planted in our hearts and gain deep roots in our hearts in the name of Jesus. And that, Lord, the grace continually, I pray, O God, for the continual grace to be doers of your word and not just hearers alone. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Now, in this week's devotional, as we continue our series on attaining spiritual maturity, we're going to be looking at the topic, the role of the Holy Spirit in attaining spiritual maturity. The role of the Holy Spirit in attaining spiritual maturity. Last week, we looked at spiritual disciplines, and I made us understand that one of the reasons why the Holy Spirit was given to us is to help us to cultivate these disciplines, is to help us to live out these disciplines all right the holy spirit is there to give us the energy is there to supply us the strength that is needed to carry out those disciplines and i also mentioned that those disciplines by themselves do not produce so much results rather when those disciplines are done by faith is what produces results because it is what is done by faith that can please god all right and then i also said that the goal of spiritual disciplines is not the disciplines in themselves rather it's that those disciplines become more of a lifestyle and i looked at three three major spiritual disciplines fasting prayer and giving attention to the word and i said that the goal of fasting or having consecrated time of fasting is that we start living a fasted life the goal of having consecrated time of prayer is that we live a prayer life is that we have a prayer life or prayer becomes our lifestyle and then the goal of giving attention to the word is that we now live by the word so living by the word becomes our lifestyle so in this week's devotional as we look at the role of the holy spirit in attaining spiritual maturity i would like to begin this discourse by referring to a statement i must have mentioned in some of our past episodes which is that spiritual maturity is not possible without the holy spirit spiritual maturity is not possible without the holy spirit the holy spirit is a major part of our work with god he is you know there is no work with god without the holy spirit let me just put it like that 
the reason why he was giving to us, all right, it, God, God sent us the promised Holy Spirit so that we can have fellowship with him. In fact, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14 that the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So it means that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of fellowship, is the spirit of koinonia. There cannot be koinonia with the Lord. We cannot have fellowship with the Lord. We cannot walk with God. There cannot be anything like spiritual maturity without the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You know, the communion of the Spirit, the koinonia of the Spirit, the fellowship of the Spirit. It is through the Spirit we are able to have a, an intimate walk with God. It is through the help of the Holy Spirit we are able to mature in the things of the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is our helper. We did a series earlier in the year where we talked about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And, and I want to beg you, you can go back and listen to that series. It was so powerful. And you know there were a lot of positive feedbacks and how that series helped a lot of people to understand the role of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So you might need to go back to that teaching because most of the things I'll be saying in this teaching, you know, is connected to that series actually. All right. So we're talking about you know the role of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a force. The Holy Spirit is not power. The Holy Spirit is not anointing. The Holy Spirit is a person, and is someone we can depend on. Is someone we can rely on. The Bible refers to him as our helper. The Holy Spirit is the form of God present with the believer on earth. Now, notice I said he is a form of God. Just like we have different forms of water, all right? When we have the ice block, it's water, right? We have the liquid water, you know, that is not that is not solid, right? We have the liquid. It's water as well. We can also have water in its gaseous form. It's still water. So those are different forms of water, but they are also water. So the Holy Spirit is God, but he is the form of God that is present on the earth with believers. He is the one that binds us to God. The Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So he is the spirit of koinonia, he is the spirit of fellowship, he is the one that connects us to God. The Bible says we have access through Christ to God the Father through the Holy Spirit through the holy spirit glory be to god so the holy spirit is the form of god that lives in us all right and transforms our spirit man to live in conformity with the will of god the holy spirit is the form of god that lives in us as believers and transforms our spirit man to live in conformity to the will of god how how does he transform us john chapter 14 and verse 16 the bible says i will pray the father and it will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Because he's ever present in us, he works the work of sanctification. We did a teaching called the art of consecration, where I talked about sanctification. And I said that one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit to the believer, you know, is the work of sanctification. He is the one that does that work in us. So the Holy Spirit brings about transformation in us. But he also brings our hearts or our spirits in conformity to the will of God. How? All right, how does he do this as well? He reveals the will of God. He reveals the will of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 10, the Bible says that God reveals the things that he has prepared to us by his spirit. The Bible says in, in verse 12 of, of 1 Corinthians 2, that it is through the spirit that is from God, that is the Holy Spirit, that we know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So the Holy Spirit reveals the will of God 
to the end that our spirit man and the entirety of our being can conform to the will of God. This is how, you know, this is the key role he plays in spiritual maturity. Because he's the one that reveals the will of God to us. He's the one that reveals what is inherent in the package of salvation to us. He's the one through which we can enjoy this life of God that we have received. Because actually, you know, he's the custodian of the life of God. He's the Holy Ghost. He is the spirit of the living God. He's the one that makes us enjoy this life. This life, this life of God that we have received. This new creation life is the Holy Spirit that makes us to enjoy it. But if we don't give attention to his role and his ministry in our lives, it is possible that even though he lives in us, we might not be enjoying the vast riches of the ministry of the Spirit. The Bible says we can quench the Spirit. So it means if we can quench the Spirit, then it means there are things that we can do that can limit the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Therefore, we are stagnant in our spiritual growth. But if we partner with the Holy Spirit, if we give attention to his place and his ministry in our lives, then and only then, you know, can we enjoy the full benefits of salvation as we ought to? The Holy Spirit is present at salvation. Why? Because He's the one that does the work of conviction. You know, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 3 makes us to understand that. So He does the work of conviction. Alright? But you see, from the moment He does the work of conviction, He begins to live in the man. From the moment He does the work of conviction and that man believes in his heart, he confesses the Lord Jesus and gets born again. The Holy Spirit begins to live in that man. But how much that man, that is the new creation, gets to benefit from the ministry of the Holy Spirit is highly dependent on him. Now, the him here is not the Holy Spirit. It's dependent on, I mean, the new creation. Do you see? Because if you do not constantly engage him, like I said, he's a person. If you do not constantly engage him, it is like... um, you know, we talk about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The word ministry comes from the Greek word diakonia, which means to serve. So there's something the Holy Spirit serves us. So imagine I'm a waiter, you know, and there's, you're at a particular restaurant and I'm a waiter. and I've come to serve you drinks. I can be standing there offering to serve you the drinks. But if you decide not to lift the drink, lift the cup probably from a tray, you know, even though I'm willing to serve you, I'm just standing there. I'm just standing there and you might not be able to enjoy what I've come to offer you. Why? Because you have chosen not to collect or receive what I've brought to you. So there are things that the Holy Spirit has come with. The Holy Spirit has come with the mind of Christ. The Holy Spirit has come with the life of God. The Holy Spirit has come with discipline. The Holy Spirit has come with power. The Holy Spirit has come with anointing. The Holy Spirit has come with grace. The Holy Spirit has come with several possibilities in God. Remember, He is God. So the Holy Spirit has come with so much to offer. But if we do not receive, you know, what he has come to serve us with, we might not be enjoying the ministry of the Spirit as we ought to. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 25 that we must live our lives according to the Spirit. We must live our lives by the Spirit leading. We must live our lives by the Spirit. There is no other way we can live this life of faith. It has to be by the Spirit. And there is no other way we can live the life of the Spirit except by faith. So we live by faith by the Spirit and we live by the Spirit by faith. Let me say that one more time. We live by faith by the Spirit and we live by the Spirit by faith. Do you see? So if we are going to enjoy this God life, if we are going to enjoy the life of a new creation, we must, we must, we must always receive all that the Holy Spirit brings. How? the spiritual disciplines 
doing the things that he has prescribed for us to do, following his leading, doing all that he wills for us to do, receiving every revelation that he gives to us with joy in our hearts. Yeah, that's how we partner with the Holy Spirit, obeying his voice, obeying his leading. Glory be to God. And so in conclusion, you remember that we looked at spiritual disciplines last week, all right, and we looked at three of them, prayer, the ministry of the word, and fasting. But you see, it is not possible for you to pray effectively without the help of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 26 says that he helps our infirmities because we do not know what to pray for as we ought to. So in the place of prayer, the Holy Spirit plays two roles. The Holy Spirit acts as the enlightening spirit and as the sanctifying spirit. In him acting as the enlightening spirit, what he does is he reveals to us what to pray for. And then in him acting as the sanctifying spirit, he supplies the energy that is needed for us to pray. Let me say that one more time. The Holy Spirit acts as the enlightening spirit and as the sanctifying spirit in the place of prayer. Alright? In him acting as the enlightening spirit, he reveals to us what to pray for, how we ought to pray for it. I forgot to add that second part. So not only does he reveal to us what to pray for, but he also reveals to us how to pray what we want to pray for. Alright? So he reveals what to pray for and how to pray for it. And then in him acting as the sanctifying spirit, he supplies to us the energy. There is something called the spirit of grace and supplication. So the Holy Spirit supplies to us the energy that is needed for us to pray through. You know, it gives us the energy that is needed for us to pray through. What some people will call prayer power. You know, that's what the Holy Spirit gives to us in the place of prayer. It makes us enjoy prayer. Do you see? So we cannot pray effectively, you know, without the help of the Holy Spirit. In fact, we cannot last in prayers if He does not help us. The Bible says it is the Spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The Spirit is always willing, but the flesh is weak. So you must depend on the help of the Holy Spirit in the place of prayer. This is one of the ways by which it helps us, you know, to attain spiritual maturity. It helps us in the place of prayer. Number two, the second spiritual discipline we looked at last week was the ministry of the word. You see, it is the Holy Spirit that teaches us the word. He is the one that teaches us. The Bible refers to him as our teacher. Yeah, he teaches us the word. He teaches us the word. Remember, he reveals the things that are prepared for us. Right? You know, he reveals the things God has prepared for us. So he is the one that teaches us. We cannot receive the things of God except by the Spirit of God. We cannot receive the things of God. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. We can't receive the things of God except by the Spirit of God. So it is the Spirit of God that unlocks and unravels the scriptures to us. It's the one that makes the Word of God come alive to us. In fact, it's the one that helps us to live by the Word and to act on the Word. You can't enjoy the ministry of the Word without the ministry of the Spirit. It is the ministry of the Spirit that helps us to enjoy the ministry of the word. In fact, the Bible says that not the letter that kills, but the spirit that makes alive. Glory be to God. So even the word of God itself, John 6:63, is spirit and life. It's spirit and life. So it is through the spirit of God that we enjoy the ministry of the word. Glory be to God. And then the third spiritual discipline we looked at last week was fasting. You see, you cannot fast except by the spirit. You cannot because the Bible says, according to Galatians chapter 5 from verse 16, that the flesh is always at loggerheads with the spirit and the spirit at loggerheads with the flesh. So if your spirit man is going to gain ascendancy above the flesh, then it means that you require external help. <laughs> because where the Bible is saying in Galatians 5, 16, that the flesh, you know, is at loggerheads with the spirit, it's not referring to the spirit of God, it's referring to the spirit of the new creation. It's referring to your recreated spirit. 
So you need the help of the Holy Spirit. You need a higher power to be able to suppress the powers of the flesh. Because I'm telling you, the flesh has its own power. Yeah, the flesh has its own power. And you cannot depend on your own strength to overcome the power of the flesh. You have to depend on the help of the Holy Spirit. So even in fasting, it is the Holy Spirit that helps us to fast. You know, if you remember when Jesus was going to fast, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 1 that he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So we see whatever is led by the Spirit is also sponsored by the Spirit. I want you to take note of that. Whatever is led by the Spirit is also sponsored by the Spirit. If, if the Spirit of God leads you into something, you can be rest assured that He will guide you into that thing. He will supply the strength that is needed. So fire has led you into it. He will supply the strength that is needed for you, you know, to pass through that thing or to do that thing. So whatever He leads, He strengthens. Whatever He leads, He supports. Whatever He leads, you know, He validates. Glory be to God. So if he leads you to fast, if you lead, if you know, if you are led to fast, all right, you can be rest assured that you are helped to fast as well. You cannot do spiritual activity in the flesh. You can only do spiritual activity by the spirit. Spiritual maturity, I repeat, spiritual maturity can never be possible if you ignore the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So we must surrender our lives to the spirit. I know that we've confessed Jesus as our Lord, but you see, how God lords over the new creation is by His Spirit. So we must submit to the authority of the Spirit. We must submit to the Lordship of the Spirit. We must surrender our lives. We must always ask Him, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me to pray. Help me to study the Word. Help me to live a consecrated life. Help me to fast. Help me to give. Help me in the place of meditation. Help me in the place of confessing the word of God. Help me in my love walk. Help me in every other spiritual discipline. He's there to help us. He's our standby. He's our comforter. He's there to help us. We must learn to depend on Him. Stop boasting in the flesh. Stop thinking you have any power of your own. You don't. Depend on the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We cannot attain spiritual maturity mechanically or by our efforts alone. It has to be by partnering with the Spirit of God. In the next devotional, we're going to look at the believer's role in partnering with the Holy Spirit. This week's devotional, we looked at the Spirit's, you know, the role of the Holy Spirit in helping us attain spiritual maturity. Next week, we'll look at the believer's role in partnering with the Holy Spirit. And I trust that it's going to bless you a great deal. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for your word today. I ask, O oh God, that there will be a fresh revelation of the ministry of the Holy Spirit to everyone listening to this devotional. Precious Holy Spirit, I ask that you would not just be a fable or a myth to us, but that the reality of your existence would dawn on us afresh and that you will help us to maximize our relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. See you next week. Just in case you're yet to follow us on social media, you can do so at Exodus Global underscore on Instagram, at the Exodus Global on Facebook, and Exodus underscore Global on Telegram. For questions, counseling, and further inquiries, kindly send us a mail via the Exodus Global at gmail.com. We love and celebrate you. God bless you.